0: Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Politics, Politics, Politics podcast on the road in Virginia, the final day of campaigning for both Glenn Youngkin and Terry McAuliffe, a race that was a laugher about a month and a half ago, has since narrowed, and now, according to the betting markets of Predict It!, flipped Glenn Youngkin, now the betting favorite to win uh I am uh, right now in Richmond Virginia a industrial area of Richmond Virginia the uh Hardywood Park Craft Brewery is will the where the once and future governor of Virginia Terry McAuliffe Former head of the DNC will uh, make his uh, appearance today. Uh, I speak to you locally at twelve fifteen, which means in fifteen minutes is when T Mac should make his arrival. At least according to the, uh, uh, the 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 schedule. To describe the scene here, this is kind of out in the boonies, um, not. Uh, uh, anything kind of in the center of any town, pretty much on the outskirts. I can see a, a parking garage in, in progress. Uh, we are not far from the Arthur Ashe baseball stadium. Maybe it's a tennis stadium. I don't know. I mean, Arthur Ashe was a tennis player, looked like a baseball stadium when I drove by it. But, uh, uh, in, in, in an industrial park and, and thus far, Far more media than there are McAuliffe supporters. Although, you know, when it comes to political events, that's that's not particularly uh, surprising. And it's a Monday. I mean, look, people are out there uh, working. So let me catch you guys up on, on what I have seen just uh, soaking in the local flavor. Number one television ads it is very 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 clear what both of these candidates are saying in their final pitch glenn youngkin is donald trump glenn youngkin is here to ban books specifically of prominent black female authors tony morrison is the uh the, the 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 key example that is mcauliffe's pitch Uh, This is the same kind of divisive rhetoric that Trump brought. This is uh, uh, Ben McAuliffe's pitch from the very, very beginning. And it's part of the question on exactly whether or not it'll be effective going forward. Glenn Youngkin has found an issue. That issue is education. And based on his final television ads, which were... Legion, not only during the Washington football team's loss to the Denver Broncos, but also for all the other high profile sporting events up to and including the Dallas Cowboys uh, playing Sunday night football and uh, the uh, 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 World Series. Sorry, there's more media pulling in uh, behind me here. Their pitch is, Youngkin's pitch, is that schools in Virginia have gone to hell. And this, I think, is a fairly a fairly smart play. A smart play to say that, are you frustrated with your kids' schools? Because these ads don't just focus on critical race theory or on uh, uh, transgender issues or anything that has kind of uh, – uh, that would animate – Right-leaning voters, certainly in the more rural counties of Virginia. Richmond County, by the way, very much a swing county, uh, went for Biden in 2020, but uh, I believe by single digits. So this is a a, a must-win, must-win for for McAuliffe. But anyway, going back to, to the Youngkin pitch here, the idea is you walk into a room and say, F the school board and a bunch of people nod their heads they don't have to be thinking of the same thing. And indeed in these ads, not only do you see oblique references, if not dog whistles to critical race theory, to transgender issues, but also to fighting also to lower GPAs. That is the pitch that has been the rocket fuel for Yunkin that has brought him, you know, uh, uh, to this moment. So we will see what McAuliffe is going to say in his uh, uh, event here in the next uh, 10 minutes or so. Let's get ready rumble. Hey
1: Let's do rumble. So Democrats are gonna continue to, live, to deliver. And it's my distinct honor to have worked with such a, a mentor, a champion, and a fighter for Virginians, my good friend, God, he touches, he's done so much for us. My good friend, Governor Ralph Northrop. All
2: Richmond right. right, Democrat.
3: Yeah, they looking they're tonight. I don't know what they put in these people's glass tonight. But I say, bring me to them. If you're ready to win tomorrow, I want you to raise your glass. And on your way down, you might want to take another sip. Because it's looking good tonight, but it's good to be here. And I just wanted to reiterate what has already been said, but I... I can't thank you all enough, yeah. people across the Commonwealth that have supported Democrats over the years, that have knocked on doors, and made phone calls. You all need to give yourselves a big round of applause for all you've done. And I also want to take this opportunity to thank the candidates. This is not an easy task to go out here and run, especially statewide, and traveling around. And please give all these candidates, House of Delegates, a round of applause. I don't know about you, but I'm proud to be a Democrat.
2: And when we elect
3: Democrats, good things happen in Virginia. Now, those folks on the other side of the aisle, the campaign that Terry's opponent has been running, I, I like to say on the Eastern Shore, they lie to us like rogues. And that's not a good thing. And you know, especially when it comes to the insurrection on January the 6th day, They say that that was a peaceful rally. I don't know what was peaceful, but if it was so peaceful, why did I have to send 200 state police and the National Guard to defend our democracy? That is what this election is about. It's about going forward versus back, and we have just got a great ticket and we have come too far to go back. So I want everybody between then to keep your energy up. People sometimes say, Are we tired? No, we're not tired. We're ready to go. We're fired up. We're ready to win. Right? So that's what we're going to do tomorrow. So he doesn't really need any introduction. He says that you can sleep when you're dead. I actually called him sleeping one time. (laughs) Uh, we'll We'll talk about that another time. But here... Here's a man that, you know, came in in 2014. We all worked together. We built the new Virginia economy. Hundreds of thousands of new jobs. Unemployment rate in Virginia is one of the lowest in the South. It's 3.8 now. The national average is 4.8. Raising the minimum wage to $15. Don't tell me that our economy is in a ditch. I don't know what ditch Glenn Youngkin is talking about. Because our economy is roaring, we're on fire, we're putting people to work, businesses of, of Virginia. And let me tell you one thing, let me remind all of y'all, and I'm gonna remind Glenn Yakin too, it's the inclusive Virginia, it's the Virginia that embraces diversity. It doesn't matter the color of your skin, it doesn't matter the religion, you practice, the culture you come from, or who you choose to love, you we welcome people in Virginia. And guess what, Mr. Duncan, if we don't welcome them, they're not going to come to Virginia. So you want to talk about a ditch. You're going to run this economy in the ditch if you get elected and continue to do all that
2: stuff. So raise your glass one more
3: time. A victory for the Democrats tomorrow. Please welcome to the podium the 74th Governor of the Commonwealth of Virginia,
0: Speech from outgoing Governor Ralph Northam, Terry McAuliffe lifting his own glass. You know, of so
4: far enough, said, Beer I can't from uh myself, man. I gotta find out what's in this. So let's have a toast to all of you folks. Here we go.
0: A sip that ah, I would describe as ginger.
4: Let's give uh, Patrick and Eric and what a great round of applause for having us here. Christian, don't be drinking that on me. You wait till till I get done here. But, folks, here we are. We're at the end zone. Are you ready to take that ball over the line? We're down to the two yard line. We started this campaign 328 days ago, folks. And I look around here and I just want to say all of you thank you for the great work that you've done. It feels great. You've seen so far, we have a record setting. 1.2 million Virginians have already early voted. Now, you see what's happened. I got a big lead in the early vote, but I got to have a big lead tomorrow on the in-person day. Are you going to deliver that for me tomorrow? For Mark and for Hala! for the House of Delegates. But just this weekend, 258,000 doors were knocked on Saturday and Sunday. That is a presidential-level turnout operation. We have knocked on 1.75 million doors in the last four months here in the yeah. capital of Washington. So I think all of you have made that possible. You're going to show up, we're going to go big, and, and I see those casino signs. I can't wait to be throwing the dice here in Richmond. But folks, I need your help. I need your help. This is a big election for us. And if you heard eight years ago this state, let's, let's be clear. When the Republicans had control of all three statewide vote chambers, you remember that? We walked into office, Ralph and I, and we had a $2.4 billion hole in the budget left by them. Think of that. One, a surplus. We got to work. And even with that, we put a billion dollars into education, the largest investment in education history. Oh.
2: We got rid of five
4: SOLs. We redesigned all of our high schools. We got to work made it open and welcome to everybody, tried to right the wrongs of the past. And you all know, when I walked in, I was shocked to know that we had a racist Jim Crow law here in the Commonwealth of Virginia that went back to 1902. If you've committed a felony, you never got to vote for the rest of your life. Really? Mm. Don't you believe in giving people second chances and lifting them up? So as the mayor and my secretary of Commonwealth, our Stoney, remembers, I said, we're going to change this. We're going to give everybody the rights back. And... Not him, but everybody around him said, no, don't do it. There's a rewind. No one's done this before. They're going to sue you. It's going to be contentious. Blah, 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 blah. I didn't get out of bed for blah, 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 blah. Yeah. I got out of bed yeah. to shake it up and to change people's lives. Yeah. So on April twenty sixth, I stood the so the
0: steps of the Capitol governor. Of
4: and put it in our Constitution. And with a swipe of my pen, I gave 206,000 people back to the right to vote. And it was more than any governor in American history. Because you know what, people deserve second chances. When I walked into office, Woo! they hit the trap laws. We all remember that? The women here remember the trap laws? They're gonna shut down all 16 women's clinics. So in my quiet low key way, I replaced the Board of Health, and guess what? We kept all 16 women's yeah. clinics open here. So why do you do what you do? Because that one of those clinics would be open today. They passed the embarrassing ultrasound bill here in 2012. Oh, that's a real welcoming message, Glenn Youngkin. Women's CEOs are dying to come to a state. They're taking women's reproductive rights away. We're not gonna have that here in Virginia. I was a brick wall
2: before and I will be a brick wall going forward for many years.
4: I'm very proud after the Supreme Court ruling. I was the first governor in America to perform a gay marriage. And you know what? Ralph will attest to What happened? Our economy took off. Businesses from all over the globe came to Virginia. Amazon, Google, Facebook, Microsoft, Nestle, CoStar, all came here because we were an open and welcoming state. Our economy took off, and I'm very proud I left this man a $500 million surplus when I left office. And I'm proud that this man is going to leave me a $2.6 billion surplus for me. Look, folks. Keep that close. I need another sip of that there. But folks, honestly, this is why you do what you do. I mean, I'm going through these last eight years. You think that's not possible, but it's all happened. Record investments in education, getting Medicaid expansion, 550,000 people, tens of thousands of low-income dental women got dental coverage for the first time in their lives. That's what we've done for you. I was proud. And I want to thank the governor, the mayor, and everybody else involved. I'm glad we finally got those statues down here. And, it all and
2: I'm
4: glad as your governor, I have used executive authority. I'm glad I took and banned the Confederate flag from the license plates here in Virginia. So all I'm trying to say is, when you give Democrats the power, good things happen. Right? So here's what we're going to do. Everything's great, but now it's about the future. And if you get a chance, I got 20 big plans, 166 pages. You get home tonight, you get yourself and take home a little hearty wood can of beer with you. Get home, get a little candle going. You pull those 20 plans out. I mean, JJ calls me, he says the best thing of his life. It's the best he's ever seen. But folks, I'm serious about what we need to do going forward. We're here, now we got to go there. COVID has been really hard on so many people. So here's what we're going to do. I promise you, as your governor, we will pay teachers above the national average for the first time in the history of the county. Thanks all the great work. Every child first will have access to education. Program. Within two years of me taking the of office. All 41,000 at risk three and four year olds, they're all getting pre K. I promise you that, folks. And we're going to work hard. I've already been talking to our governor, having a big plan here on health care getting a section 1332 waiver so we can start our own reinsurance program. Working with Senator McClellan to make sure we stand up our own marketplace next year. Guess what, guess what? I'm gonna be governor, the first state in America that every single citizen gets access to affordable quality health care. So that's why we need you tomorrow. I mean, it's unbelievable all the stuff we've told you. Give them another round of applause. You, you almost can't believe all the great stuff I've just told you these folks have told you. But that's what's on the line. And there is a difference in this election. I am running against, I like to say, Donald Trump in khakis. Or sweater vest. What is he going to do with all those sweater vests at the end of this campaign? But Trump has now endorsed him. For the tenth time today. Today! Today! Donald Trump issued two statements, attacking me and endorsing Glenn Youngkin today too. What does that tell you? Fair. The little MAGA people, a little uh, not as excited as you thought, yeah. playing this game, does he come, does he come? But he is, clo- I'm closing my campaign with you in Richmond and Wood. <laughs> he is closing his campaign with Donald Trump. Really? But folks, the stakes are huge. First of all, this guy doesn't know anything about Virginia. He doesn't know anything about governance. He's never been involved in this state ever. You know, running for governor is not a consolation prize from getting fired from your private equity company. Oh. Don't take my word for it. Google Bloomberg News. They threw him out. And he said, I'm going to run for governor. Ralph will tell you this, it's a lot of work, this job.
2: 110,000
4: state employees, $132 billion banning budget. He's ending his campaign, as the mayor said, on another racist dog whistle. I mean, really, of all the hundreds of books you may want to question in school, hundreds, why do you pick the most predominant, preeminent, female, black author in America? Why do you do that, folks? She's a Nobel Prize winner, Pulitzer winner, Medal of Freedom winner, and he wants to ban those books. This is McAuliffe's talks answer about to race the theory. let's be clear education folks. issues. Critical race theory has never been taught in the Commonwealth <laughs> of Virginia. He says day one he's going to ban it. He's going to ban something that doesn't exist. But what bothers me to my core. Because I work so hard to lift people up and restoration of rights and others, what bothers me to my core is what this man is doing. He's dividing parents against parents, parents against school boards. He's using your children as political pawns in his campaign. It is a racist dog whistle. I was in Hampton over the weekend. A school board member came up to me, and she said, "Our school board in Hampton was great." She's an African American mom. Glenn Youngkin gets nominated for governor. All of a sudden, these people start showing up at the Hampton School Board meetings. And she said, a recent meeting, I can't repeat on television, what someone called her, this African-American woman, at a public meeting. Last night, I was in Leesburg, up in Loudoun County, where he's talking critical race theory. I gotta tell you, the Leesburg, the loud member to the school board from Leesburg resigned. And I talked to her. It is so sad. She didn't quit because of the death threats that she got. She quit because one day she got a call at her home from a man who said, I am at Starbucks and I am here with your daughter and I'm going to rape your daughter. And she quit. She has not lived in her home in six months. That is what this hatred, divisiveness that Donald Trump started, that Glenn Youngkin has now continued in this Commonwealth of Virginia. Folks, we are better than that. We will not have that hatred here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. So Glenn, not gonna have, he's against the woman's right to choose which now after Supreme Court of 6-3, it's real. Texas, abortions are illegal. Women don't know they're pregnant within six weeks. In fact, Jennifer McClellan and I, we just had a roundtable on reproductive rights with doctors. They're calling our doctors now from Texas. Can we come to Virginia? Because we don't want to have an illegal abortion. Folks, this is real. It's happening. Glenn Youngkin says I'll ban abortions. He came out the other day and said he's against gay marriage. That's a real winning message. I did the co-star deal here. I got him from North Carolina because they passed an HB2 anti-gay bill. And I met with the CEO and I got him to leave North Carolina, put a thousand jobs here in Richmond, Virginia. He said the other day that humans do not contribute to climate change. <laughs> Folks, I'm not making any of this up. You can Google any of this. He said as governor, he would not have signed our Clean Economy Act, which is going to make Virginia the leader in America on clean energy. 100% clean by 2035, the first state in America to do it. And let me just say finally, all those dangerous things, he is an anti-vaxxer. He goes on right-wing radio and says, quote, if you don't want to take it, don't take it. Quote, there's many good reasons not to get vaccinated. He got caught telling college students, if you don't want to take it, go get an exception for whatever reason. He doesn't believe that nurses should be vaccinated in cancer wards who are dealing with immunocompromised patients already because they're under chemotherapy. Let me tell you, as your governor, I want nurses, doctors, and teachers vaccinated here in the Commonwealth of Virginia. I thank our governor for the great work he's done. How many parents, he said day one, all masks come off, all masks come off, and no requirement for teachers to be vaccinated. Who here has a grandson or daughter or son, first, second grade? Here, put your hands up. Do you really want to send your children to a school where the teacher is not vaccinated and not required to wear masks? Yeah. Here in Virginia, 1,142 children. Pretty effective
0: way to tie COVID to, COVID to the education just issue. Lost you a sign this is serious. that this is something that he so, wants to hit on different. I thank levels.
4: all of you for being here tonight but I need you to drive out that vote tomorrow. I need you to call whatever you have, boyfriend girlfriend, whatever you got, I'm all for it. I just need you to get everybody on the line, sleep when you're dead. We have got 24 hours to bring this baby home
2: and keep Virginia moving low. Thank you and God bless you. Let's go Virginia!
0: Very energetic and fired up here and up here in Richmond. Leaving the McAuliffe rally. Um, talk to some other reporters. They they seem to feel like that was not a gigantic crowd. But then again, what are you going to do? Compare crowds that are arriving at 4 o'clock in the afternoon, not exactly prime time. Uh, McAuliffe, uh, certainly very energetic. I, uh, very weird that we got to... Glenn Youngkin's talking points caused a rape threat? That seemed a bit uh, uh, aggressive for somebody that didn't really pivot um, as fast as he could have to the education thing. Uh, he, he tried to hit it pretty hard, and, and I don't think it was necessarily the worst thing to do, but, um, oh, man. Uh, I, 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 I got to say... It, it did not inspire a a ton of confidence. But then again, uh, he's playing bread and butter. He's got to play the fundamentals. If he's going to win, that's exactly how he's going to win. And and everybody can say that all this narrative horseshit was, uh, you know, much ado about nothing. Anyway, on the road, we are now off to Northern Virginia for the Parents for Youngkin rally at eight thirty. So. On the road, McAuliffe done. (laughs) Time for (laughs) Yunkin. Guys, it doesn't matter how many times I say it never makes it any less true. The only reason why I am sitting in a pen filled with credentialed media from around the country. National media has budgeted out money to send crews of people, and there is one lone, independent oddball amongst them. It's me, and I only get to do it because you have decided to send me. It it always is a, a stark contrast <laughs> whenever I get into these gaggles because they are all from some bold face name that you all know and probably have some strong opinions about. Nobody else does this. You are the only people on the planet that are regularly sending this kind of of independent coverage based on your own decision. You've decided to do this. You are fundamentally changing media. I I really, I I, I need you guys to understand that this is simply not done. You guys made it happen. You guys have the faith. Anybody who heads on over to takepoliticsseriously.com right now, pledge at the $1 big tent level. At the $3 level, you get two bonus podcasts each and every week that is the Sunday 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 edition where we break down the Sunday talk shows and the uh, uh the late edition on Thursday the latest possible news and that I'll tell you what this week might be another big possible news because uh, uh after the VA stuff is done I'm heading back into DC and it looks like we might have a uh a deal on on the on, on the BBB on in in the horizon although i think we've said that for the past you know, two months. So I'll I'll believe it when I see it either way, this is a great week to do it. If you just want to get on the, on, on the train right now, but I mean, what can I say? You guys are, are just uh, immaculate, immaculate and amazing. I can't, I can't even begin to, uh, to, to, to thank you. And and again to recognize recognize yourself give yourself an ovation a standing ovation stand unless you're driving otherwise give yourself a standing ovation because you are doing something that nobody else in media is doing putting an independent reporter in the middle of this national scrum takepoliticsseriously.com is where you go to support it thank you let's get back to the the the, the trail Heading up to Yunkin. What's this Yunkin guy up to? And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Leesburg, Virginia. We are out in a field and I am freezing my nuts off. <laughs> a fun lesson that you learn on the road. Sometimes you should pack more than running shoes when you're out covering events. But a uh, a crowd that I would estimate to be five to six times. The McAuliffe event is waiting here and we are probably about 30 minutes away from this rally for Yunkin beginning uh, titled Parents for Yunkin. This is in Loudoun County where that school board event happened that we talked about a few weeks ago. But Here we are. Uh, A pretty rowdy, uh, a rowdy crowd. We had a big line waiting to get in. A few Let's Go Brandon chants. Red and white signs dotting the uh, risers here. Let's see what we get. All right, now now, this is something funny. I am out here uh, uh, freezing my ass off, and literally right now, not but a few feet from us, but not on the stage where everybody is waiting to hear him talk. Glenn Youngkin is
1: protecting Terry McAuliffe, and he's just running the playbook that he wrote. He's the-
0: giving an interview on Hannity, which I am now playing from my phone.
1: I'm introduce race into this, and, and I'll, tell you, I'll tell you, Sean, I'm not going to be lectured by a guy on race. Who- <laughs>
0: <laughs> Come on, man. You're killing me. You're killing me. Somebody on
1: his ticket who wore blackface. This isn't about race. This is actually about parents coming together across Virginia, State.
0: Len Youngkin.
1: Where we get to stand up and say no to the Slap liberal Progressive Agenda to trying to take us over. We have a moment where we as Virginians, we get to stand up and we get to tomorrow decide the future of our commonwealth, a future that, a future that we know where we can celebrate celebrate the relentless pursuit of a better life, the relentless pursuit of prosperity, where we don't have self-centered politicians stand between us and our dreams, where they're more interested in their future than yours. This is our moment where we recognize this culture, this culture that keeps telling our children they have to shelve their hopes shell their dreams they're, when they're told that mediocrity and low expectations are okay we will not be a commonwealth of low expectations we will be a commonwealth of high expectations friends this is our moment where we stand up for our children for our grandchildren for our nieces for our nephews for our neighbors and we decide that we, in fact, are going to be in charge of our children's education. We know, we know that in order to do this, we have to, we have to break the power out of Richmond. We have to have a moment where power shifts away from the marble halls in Richmond and it moves to the kitchen tables around Virginia. Kitchen tables that are bound together by freedom and liberty. Yeah. Yeah. But these kitchen tables, these kitchen tables, sometimes that discussion happens over breakfast after a midnight shift, where we're talking about those issues that are most important to us, those issues that are gonna define the future of this commonwealth, those issues that we as Virginians share as values, from the farms in Shenandoah, the docks in Newport News, literally to to the monuments in Arlington Cemetery, to the banks of the James River, to the school board meetings in Loudoun
0: County. And there's your cheap Pup.
1: This is where parents are. This is where Virginians are, where we come together to redefine this future. Folks, this stopped being a campaign a long time ago, and it started being a movement led by all of you, led by you. And as we head to the polls tomorrow, we have to remind ourselves that that this Virginia that we know we can build together, this Virginia that is the promise that we have held out for our children and our grandchildren, this promise of A Virginia where we can, in fact, see our kids dream the biggest dreams they can think of and go get them. This Virginia where our parents and our grandparents go for a walk and the only thing they worry about is what they're going to do tomorrow because today was so great. This Virginia where our children can be college ready or career ready. This Virginia where, in fact, you have more of your money in your pocket versus in Terry McCullough's pocket. This is this is the Virginia promise that we can build
0: together. Pretty interesting how in little he has talked about McCollum so far.
1: Tomorrow we must go
0: get it. This is it. It a soaring soaring speech. Very, this very high-minded for, for Young a
1: spectator sport. It is an active involvement. We must go get it. We must go get it. And so we find ourselves tonight. Tonight thinking about what can happen tomorrow. And what can happen tomorrow will be a statement, a statement that will be heard across this country because America needs us to vote tomorrow as well. America's watching. Why? Why? Because all across this country, families are having the same discussions that you all have. I get notes all day long, plans, stand up for our kids too. Stand up for the rights of our children because we can't vote this year. You in Virginia do. We have problems in our school boards. We have problems in our schools. Stand up for us, Virginia. Well, let me tell you, Virginia is going to stand up for them tomorrow. That's what we
0: do. Wow, Duncan looking to twenty two? This is a very confident speech.
1: at stake. We do the future of this commonwealth. The future of this country is going to be decided tomorrow. Our nation's history is our na- is our commonwealth's history. And our nation's future is going to be determined by the present. How we vote tomorrow will make such a statement. Such a statement for families around this great country to have hope. To recognize that yes, the values that we hold dear. The values that underpin this country are still alive and well, and we can put them into action tomorrow. So here we go. Here we go tomorrow, folks. What we need to do tomorrow is show up and vote. We need to show up and vote because nothing happens unless we fully engage. And then when we fully engage, let me tell you what's going to happen tomorrow. We are going to sweep our statewide offices tomorrow. Sweep them. And we are going to elect Jason Meares as our next Attorney General. Let me tell you, let me tell you, if Attorney General Mark Herring won't investigate the Loudoun County School Board, Jason Meares will.
0: Second reference.
1: And we are going to elect Winsome Sears, our next lieutenant governor. And we are going to sweep into office a brand new majority in our House of Delegates. But we're also going to win local offices all over Virginia, Board of Supervisors, City Councils, Treasurer's Office, Sheriff Races, and School Board Races all over Virginia, it will not be a lonely day tomorrow. This is going to, we are going to usher in an entire crop of Republican leaders across this great Commonwealth, and this will be a statement, it will be a statement for the future of Virginia. Now friends, I get asked all the time. Glenn, how are you sleeping? And I say, thank you for worrying about my health. I'm sleeping fine. I'm sleeping like a baby. I wake up every 20 minutes screaming. <laughs> what am I worried about? I'm worried about the future of this Commonwealth. I'm worried about the future of our children. I'm worried about taxes being too high. I'm worried that communities aren't safe. I'm worried that the job market stalled out. I'm worried that you're going to get fired for not taking a vaccine and not be able to collect unemployment. <laughs> Friends, this is a moment where tomorrow we're going to see such clear distinctions on the ballot. On one side is Terry McAuliffe. And Terry McAuliffe, we know he wants to put government between parents and our children. Terry McAuliffe wants to force everybody to join the union. Terry McAuliffe wants you to get fired by your employer by not for not taking the vaccine. Terry McAuliffe wants to raise your taxes in the middle of the night because he thinks it's his money, I know it's yours. Terry McAuliffe thinks that these rights are not absolute. Well, let me tell you these rights in our Bill of Rights are absolute. Friends, on the other side of the ballot, is freedom and liberty, and I'm standing for freedom and liberty. Because what's on this side of the ballot? It may say Jason Yars, it may say Winsome Sears, it may say Glenn Youngkin. But who's really on the ballot is all of you. Virginia's on the ballot. And let me tell you, Terry McAuliffe on one side versus Virginia on the other side. Virginia wins every day of the week. And when we win, on January 15th, we're going to work. And let me tell you what's going to happen on January 15th. It's going to be a special day. Because Jason Meares and Winsome Sears and I get to stand under Mr. Jefferson's portico in Richmond. And we put our hand on a holy Bible and we will swear to God Almighty that we're going to protect the Constitution of the United States of America and the Constitution of this great commonwealth of Virginia. And then we're going to walk down those steps. We're going to stop for a minute. We're going to stop for a minute. And Paige is going to join Jason and Terrence is going to join Winsome and Suzanne's going to join me and I don't begin to presuppose where anybody is in their own faith walk, but anybody else who wants to join us, we're going to stop for a moment of prayer, folks. And we're going to thank the Lord for blessing us, for watching over us, for protecting us, for guiding us, for showing us a path to walk and giving us the strength to walk. And then we're going to ask him to continue to watch over us and strengthen us and guide us so we can go do the work that he would have us do. Not in our words, but his words, not for him, not for our glory, but for his And then we're saying amen, and we're going to work. And on that first day, we are going to cut the cost of living in Virginia because it is too expensive to live here. We're going to cut everybody's taxes. We know this. We know this. It's got to be too expensive to live in Virginia. The cost of living is going through the roof, and meanwhile, Meanwhile, in Richmond, they overtaxed us by $2.6 billion last year. They're going to do it again this year. I know that's your money. Terry McCullough thinks it's his money. We're going to cut taxes. So on day one, on day one, we're going to do the largest tax rebate in the history of Virginia. We're going to eliminate the grocery tax. We're going to suspend the most recent increase in the gas tax.
0: So we're we are about 15 minutes into this speech and we're, we're just to to now getting into kind of policy. Say,
1: Thank you. We want you to live here.
0: Shows you how much the thematic elements are kind of really clicking we for Yunkin this. right now.
1: Our communities are so much better when our veterans live among us. One out of 11 Virginians is a veteran. They understand that freedom is not free and they've been willing to fight for our freedom. We're gonna say thank you. So we're gonna build up to $40,000 over three years of their retirement benefits that we're gonna exclude from taxes altogether. Veterans, we want you to stay here. All together. It totals about $1,400, almost $1,500 in tax savings in year one. My opponent, he's got hundreds of pages of policy. It's going to cost $16 billion, $5,400 for every Virginia family. He thinks it's his money. I know it's your money. I'm giving it back to you so you can spend it like you want. On day one, we're going to work to reestablish expectations of excellence in our schools. While Terry McAuliffe was governor, 88 schools in Virginia failed to reach their accreditation. What does he do? Instead of fixing them and doing the hard work, he reduces standards and not one fails. Not one. Today, Virginia ranks 50th in the nation in standards to progress in reading and math, 50th. The test scores show it. The test scores show it. George Bush called it the soft bigotry of low expectations. We will not be a commonwealth of low expectations. We're we'll be a commonwealth of high expectations. The test scores that came out this past spring showed it. 55% of white children in Virginia can not pass an 8th grade math equivalency test. This
0: is children. the pitch 80% to Biden children. voters right here on education.
1: Folks, that gap is wholly unacceptable. The order of magnitude of these numbers is shocking. It is shocking. So we must go to work for our children. They can't wait. They can't wait. So on day one, on day one, we will declare that Virginia schools never will be closed again to five days a week in person. but we are going to raise expectations in our schools and then fund in a record education budget, raising teacher salaries, funding into facilities, funding special education. Virginia's kids with with disabilities have suffered mildly during this pandemic. They deserve extra investment too. But then we're gonna press forward with the most aggressive charter school program the Commonwealth has ever seen. We will provide choice in our public schools. Virginia has eight charter schools in the entire Commonwealth. Maryland has 140. North Carolina has 190. We have eight. On day one, we're going to launch 20 innovation charter schools. That is a down payment to close that gap over four years. We will have choice in our public school system. But friends, we know it all starts with curriculum. And so let me be really clear. We will teach accelerated math. We will award advanced diplomas. We will teach all history the good and the bad. America is the greatest country on the planet. We know it.
0: We have an amazing history,
1: but we also have some dark and important chapters. We must teach them all. We can't know where we're going unless we know where we have come from. But let me be clear what we won't do.
0: That's another pitch to Biden voters. Teach
1: our children to view everything through a lens of race. where we divide and them we divide. On to CRT. One group's an oppressor and one other group's a victim, and we pit them against each other. We steal their dreams. We will not be a commonwealth of dream stealers. We will be a commonwealth of dream enablers and builders. <laughs> We know it's not right.
0: Terry McCullough. Dreams. And we're stealing. trying
1: so hard to live up to those immortal words of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., who implored us to be better than we are, to judge one another based on the content of our character and not the color of our skin. And so let me be clear. Let me be clear on day one, we will not have political agendas in the classroom, and I will ban critical race theory. Yeah. We're standing up for law enforcement because they stand up for us. Let me tell you, Loudon County, you have one of the most amazing sheriff's departments you can possibly believe. Thank you, Sheriff Mike Chapman. Thank you. Virginia's at a 20-year high in murder rate. Four of our great cities are ranked in the top 65 deadliest cities in America, with Richmond number 11, racing the number one, Norfolk, Hampton, Newport News. My opponent doesn't care. When he was governor, the murder rate went up 43%. The rate rate went up every year. He wouldn't even meet with the Police and Health Association. He stood him up. It represents 7,000 heroes and put a bulletproof vest on every day to go to work. Friends, this man doesn't understand what it means to serve law enforcement. This is why 50 sheriffs have endorsed us, four switch parties. We've been endorsed by the Fraternal Order of Police, the Police Medical Association. Because we know on day one we've got to go to work, so we're going to comprehensively fund law enforcement, higher salaries, equipment budgets, training budgets. We're going to protect qualified immunity. We're going to fund into our mental health system broken for eight years, we need more facility capacity, more professionals, and let me be clear, on day one, I will fire the entire parole board and we're starting all over again. On day one, we have got to get this Virginia economy moving again, it's been stalled out for eight years. The states around us have been kicking our butt. Maryland, Tennessee, North Carolina, South Carolina, Georgia, for eight years, they've been growing 70% faster than Virginia. North Carolina generated eight times the job over the last eight years that Virginia has. Tennessee, six times. Four big plants just got announced by Ford Motor Company. Where did they go? Two to Kentucky, one to Tennessee, one to Georgia, none in Virginia. We have been losing, and I am tired of losing to Maryland particularly. We have got to get moving. By the way, folks, my opponent doesn't understand any of this. 32 of his 79 economic development deals generated zero jobs. Zero. He announces 14,000 jobs, 7,000 show up. In the world I came from, if that's your record, not only do you not get rehired as CEO, you get fired as CEO. This is what he deserves. So we got to go to work on day one, so let me be clear. We are going to announce that Virginia is open for business. No lockdowns, no shutdowns. We're open for business. We are going to protect our right to work. We're not going to force everybody to join the union. Terry McCollum looked at a camera and he said, I'll sign that bill and get rid of right to work when it comes to my desk. And then the unions piled money, millions of dollars into his campaign. Friends, He is bought and paid for. Let me tell you, I am not. I'm going to do the right thing, and we're going to protect our right to work in Virginia. But we got to get moving. we got to start growing again. So on day one, we're cutting 25% of job-killing regulations. The Virginia Code is 37,000 pages long. Try printing that out on your home computer. We're gonna we're gonna provide small business a 12-month tax holiday so you can keep your profits and invest in growth and employment. And friends, we're getting Virginia back to work. We're going back to work. Job training programs, so you can either go to college or have a career. We have to have multiple pathways for our college kids. Not everybody has to incur fifty to seventy thousand dollars in debt when there's great jobs to be had. But we have to teach Virginia how to be entrepreneurs again. We're ranked 49th in the nation as best place to start a business. Only Connecticut is worse. I have been to Connecticut. We do not want to be Connecticut. So we have to have incubators and accelerators and capital formation. We have to cut the regulations to start a business so it's easier to get going. Friends, we have to get this economy growing again. And together, we can do this. But let me be clear. Governors do not create jobs, businesses and people do. So my job is to partner with you. We have a plan to generate 400,000 new jobs and foster 10,000 new startups. We're going to get Virginia moving, get everybody back to work, and it's going to lift up everybody, everybody. And finally, on day one, and yes, it's going to be a busy day, You know what? we got a day two and a day three and a day four coming. But on day one, we are going to make this Virginia government work for us and stop telling us what to do all the time. It all starts with our constitutional rights. We know that. They've been trampled on over the last few years, mightily. When this governor opened up ABC stores and kept my church closed, I knew he didn't understand our First Amendment right. When this When this governor allowed the FBI to come into this state and try to silence parents standing up for their own children, I know he don't understand our Constitution. When Terry McAuliffe wants to take guns away from law-abiding citizens and make it easier for hardened criminals to get them, he doesn't understand our Second Amendment, let me tell you. Jason Meares and Winston Sears and I, we understand our Tenth Amendment, and we are going to push back against Washington overreach and go to work for all of you.
0: But I have to tell
1: you, I have a pet peeve. I cannot stand inefficiency and waste, and here I am going into government. On day one, we're going to launch a government-wide audit of every department, rooting out fraud, rooting out waste, raising transparency, and the two places we're starting first are the Virginia Employment Commission and the Department of Motor Vehicles. Here's how you're going to know we're being successful. Because down the road, you're going to call into the DMV and two things are going to happen. Number one, they're going to answer the phone. Yeah! And number two, they're going to say, hi, how may I help
0: you? Hard to go more populist than I'm going to fix Come the for me. DMV. For the people,
1: love the people, buy the people. This is what we're supposed to have. Not government that tells us what to do all the time. Friends, this is the Virginia that we can build together. This is the Virginia promise. This is why we're here. Virginia is the greatest state in America. We just haven't been allowed to behave like it. And so together, we will build this. Starting tomorrow. Starting tomorrow, this Virginia promise will come alive. Starting tomorrow, we can make this statement that, yes, will be heard around the country, but will be heard right here in Loudoun County, right here in our schools, right here in our families. We, in fact, get to redefine our future. I can't do it by myself, though, and neither can Jason and neither can Winsome. we got to do it with all of you. Together, we can make this happen. Together, we can change the future. Together we can do anything because we are Virginians. And this is what we do. We so tomorrow, years. friends, I gotta ask you two things. Two things. First, go vote. Go vote. But I need you to bring 10 friends. 10 friends that are not here. And 10 friends that will vote the right way leave the other guys at home. Let me tell you what's going to happen when you do that. We are going to win Loudoun County tomorrow.
0: If he does that, he is How the next guy.
1: How amazing cup. is that going to be? Wake up, Virginia. Here we come, because we're going to win this tomorrow.
0: Okay, not going to lie. Uh, this event is being held in a tiny little strip of land with a one road in, one road out situation. <laughs> so I am definitely bailing before Glenn is done. I'll see you at the hotel. All right, folks, we're back in our hotel room in Arlington, Virginia didn't realize Leesburg and Arlington were 40 minutes away, but I am uh, uh, safely ensconced now. My, 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 my toes were so cold and now they are warming. Uh, uh, I, I, can, I can actually think straight. Now, let me just say this. There's a lot that goes into elections. And that's why I tend to usually bet on fundamentals, historical trends, voter registration, stuff like that. I I, I think that these are underpinnings to why elections are won that either belie a greater wisdom that we can get lost in when we see, you know, the, 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 the trees instead of the forest, or, you know, it it just isn't, we we can busy ourselves with the micro and, and miss the macro. So I don't want to say, I don't want to have what I'm about to say be something that is Taken out of context that that I, I believe that this election is going to go one way or another. So let me just say this. Having watched Terry McAuliffe speak and the way that his campaign was looking and seeing Glenn Youngkin talk and the way that his campaign was looking. One of these campaigns. Looks like it is losing. And one of these campaigns looks like it is winning and it's really not close. I mean, you guys heard the Terry McAuliffe stump speech, you know, it was energy. It was high energy. I don't, I don't think that there's anything like outwardly that you would say, Oh, okay. Well he's like given up or anything like that. But there was a phrase that was said a lot during that event where uh, when you elect Democrats, good things happen, which when you think about that as a political statement is, is fairly useless, right? Uh, Elect us because is basically what, what that means. Len Youngkin has a message. He has an issue and he is relentlessly hammering on it. And I gotta say, man, there there are just moments when you can tell a candidate or a campaign has a lot of faith, and they're just kind of clicking. Glenn Youngkin's speech was, you know, in in the same way that that. Obama or Clinton you know are are talking about big themes and stuff like that. Like Glenn Youngkin came out and was just like we're 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 not going to be beholden to low expectations. That's like a thing that that him and a lot of his other surrogates repeated a lot. Low expectations. This is something that I think is is kind of just clicking. I think the education stuff is is a winning play. That being said, oh, here's another thing. And this is something that, that so I saw Ryan Lizza, who writes Politico's playbook, and in between when uh, I saw him at the McAuliffe-Furchman event and then at the Youngkin event in Leesburg. In between, he saw another McAuliffe event. McAuliffe in that event came right out and said that Glenn Youngkin is ending his campaign with an event with Donald Trump. That is not the case. <laughs> like, it, to, and we were talking about that to the point where we almost wondered whether or not that was intentional by McAuliffe because they wanted to lay bait for Youngkin to call him out on a lie if it would get the phrase Donald Trump out of Glenn Youngkin's mouth hours before polls open. But either the lie or the idea that it was an intentional gambit, does that seem like a confident campaign to you? Does that seem like a, a campaign that, that is getting what they want out of their issues? I'll tell you what, the people at that McAuliffe rally were scared. They felt like this race was slipping away from them. Now, again, voter registration, how animating, you know, uh, uh, abortion is in the modern era, how animating January 6th is, to people in Virginia, which for, I think I, I have said, that I I don't think January 6th is exactly, you know, the animating issue that the national media wants to present it. But remember, we're in Virginia, right? This is a local issue. January 6th was more of a local issue, specifically in Northern Virginia, where this race is really going to be decided. So uh, I don't know. Whether or not the fundamentals of Virginia politics can be overcome. That is a Democrat advantage. All I know is this Glenn Yunkin ran a better campaign. Glenn Glenn Yunkin feels like he is going to win. And more specifically, Terry McAuliffe feels like he is going to lose. That is what I can tell you from having been around both of those campaigns over the last 24 hours. What will happen? Well, that will be the domain of tomorrow's episode. Hopefully you guys have a great election day. Of course, there is, uh, if you're in Virginia, go vote. Go vote on this race uh, in particular. If you are anywhere else, make sure you go out and vote. Take a, take a little look at those old proper Uh, If you're in New Jersey, there's a governor's race there. So, so go ahead and check that out. Uh, happy Election Day. I will be back with a breakdown of the results from this Virginia's race, uh, Virginia governor's race tomorrow uh, in our traditional slot on Wednesday morning. And then maybe some more D.C. shenanigans on Wednesday friday's episode until next time uh oh wait hold on we uh we 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 do have to do our titanic ten dollar tier then uh, you get your name right at the end of the show including idris arzlani and dj katie mac neemeister dr g lord scale to quincey anile admiral flapjack utah jimmy montana Edmund Pluribus Unum, Pete Spicery, TV salesman from the 70s, or Spy, D. really and Vogue Glory Young of the New World Order, Zombie Doc, Edison, no mention on the podcast, Please.com, Junkie, DP4 Bongo, Pop Gold, Jewish Lives Matter, Double K Ranch, Hundred Mile Runner, Ye Old Pinball Shop, John, Snuffy's Off Route 44, Neil. Charles, Darren, Olin and Angela, DL, Stephen, Chad, Miranda, Janelle, Chief Andy, Robert, Casey, Paul, the most conscientious nonpartisan listeners, Brad, Richard, D. Laser, just another pilot, middle-aged Mike, the Jen, Will, J. Pink, and Andrew. That's it. There we go. Till next time, friends. This is your old pal Justin Robert Young saying... Some shows talk about politics, others talk about politics and still more discuss politics. But this, this is the only show that dares discuss oh three channel, 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 channel. Club hopes you have enjoyed this program. <laughs> Dog and Pony Show Audio
2: Politics, politics, politics.